Welcome to the Dream It Real Igniting Your Inner Coach podcast, where we're all about reconnecting you with your inner power. I am your host, Melissa Lynn Sharp. All the answers that you could ever want are inside of you. This is not about positivity, it's about presence. That's where your power lies. Welcome back to the Igniting Your Inner Coach podcast. It's going to be a bit of a shorter episode today just because I feel like I'm fighting the flu, definitely not feeling myself. So we're going to keep it short and sweet. And I know that I keep saying that and I talk and talk and talk anyway. So we're going to see how short it actually turns out to be. This might be just as long as every other podcast. <laughs> if you hear barking in the background, Chevy is in the background or in the backyard visiting with his puppy friends. So he's getting pretty excited. <laughs> but that's just what happens when you record a podcast from home. Now, as a coach, while I'm walking my clients through making changes, I definitely like to focus on the environment that they're in. And I've spoken about this on previous podcasts and a lot of my other content as well, because it really is that important. Our environments influence us hugely. And the example I always like to come back to is your likelihood of snacking if you come home through the kitchen door as opposed to the front door or into any other room in the house. This really does increase your likelihood of eating, and that is regardless of whether or not you're actually hungry. So if just that one simple action can influence your other actions to that degree, think about how much your environment and what you're surrounding yourself with actually impacts you on a day-to-day basis. It impacts your decisions, it impacts your mood, and it can definitely influence your belief in yourself and your belief in what you're capable of. Especially when we find ourselves consistently falling back into old patterns and old habits that no longer serve us. What has become a very impactful part of our environment is social media. And that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about curating your social media so it can benefit you as opposed to pulling you down or distracting you or any host of negative influences that it can have on you and your mentality. And I want to bring this up because it's definitely been something that I have been very aware of in my own experience, especially recently. As I try and grow my social media impact and try and help people with the information I put out there, I am focusing on such platforms as Instagram and, you know, this podcast for one and YouTube and and I can, I find myself comparing myself to other people and other people who have had more success or are maybe doing something similar to me that I feel they're doing a better job at. And it can really wreak havoc on the mind and your mindset. I mean, there are times when I think that I should just walk away from what I'm doing because I sometimes when I'm tired and I'm not feeling well, I think that maybe I should just leave it to other people because they're doing it better. But That's flawed thinking because what I have to share with the world is valid and there are people that I'm helping and I know that because they share that with me, which is amazing. But social media can have a huge influence on us, which is why it got so big to begin with. So there's a few simple rules that I like to live by and I do these on a consistent basis and I think if you were to implement them or at least be more aware of them, then 
You can help yourself out by by curating the information that you're feeding your mind and keeping things on a more positive level where you're feeling uplifted by the content that you consume as opposed to brought down by it in a way like I just described. So first things first, listen to your gut feelings. And that goes with everything, my friends, everything. If you listen to your gut, let's put it this way, your body knows. Your body will give you the signs that you need if something's right or wrong. So if you're scrolling through your Instagram feed and you're looking at these beautiful photos and you are comparing yourself to or the work that you're doing or whatever, the way that these people are living their lives to the way that you're living your life and you're starting to feel tense and you're starting to feel resentful or maybe you were happy when you started and it's slowly chipping away at that happiness level. That's when it's time to maybe put that away. Walk away from that person that you're following or maybe just that type of content. If your Instagram feed is full of bodybuilders, for example, because it's very common right now, and you find yourself feeling less than happy with where your body is at because you're comparing it to the level that these people are at, which takes supreme dedication and it's a level that a lot of people, not like they can't reach that, but They're not passionate enough to, and that's totally fine because their passions lie in other areas. You don't have to fit into a cookie cutter mold. This is your journey. So if you find yourself comparing yourself to something that isn't completely aligned with you and you're starting to feel less than worthy, then your body will reflect that and it'll give you the signs. You'll feel unhappy. You'll feel resistance to your own path and your own journey. You might find yourself getting tense or low on energy like it's draining you. If you're feeling exhausted by the end of it and you just feel like procrastinating with the rest of your life, then that's a good sign that you should step away from that content and move on to something else, something more positive. Question why you keep a certain stream of content or a certain person around. Sometimes we keep people around because they make us feel good. That's awesome. Sometimes they uplift us, they make us feel positive, they stimulate those creative juices that we have, and they help us feel relieved like we can handle our lives, and they can just generally bring us up. Now, on the flip side, you might keep somebody around because it's like watching a train wreck go down, and you can't tear your eyes off them, but they don't make you feel good, and yet you keep going back to their content time and time and time again. And that's where social media can get a little bit addictive. So question, do they or the information that they give you add value to your life, or do they take it away? Why are you following them? Because you really are letting their influence into your life. You're letting this person into your life because time is a precious commodity and that's what you're giving to them. So think about it in terms of that. This is your life. And if you want to spend time with a certain person or a person or a type of content, then go right ahead and do that. Just make sure that it makes you feel good. And I have at times fallen into that trap too. There are people I go back to, it's like, this person really bothers me, but what are they doing now? And it's never a good place to spend my energy or my time. And on the flip side of that, using an example from somebody that I follow right now, Sarah's Day. Sarah's Day 
always, always, always brings me up and makes me feel good. Her content is beautiful. She is so full of good and healthy ideas and she makes it seem like anything is possible. And that's fantastic. I walk away every single time from her Instagram stories or her Instagram feed or her YouTube channel or even her podcast feeling way better than I did before I started. So I'm going to keep Sarah's day around because it makes sense for me. She does awesome work. And that is how it should feel when we go on social media. This really goes for any kind of content you consume. It could be anything off the internet. It can be, you know, it could be anything really. Books, um, magazines, courses, whatever you want to apply this to. But I want to focus on social media because we spend hours, the typical person spends hours on average a week on social media, sometimes hours a day. So it's a really important thing to keep in mind because this affects our mental health. Now, one thing I like to do on a regular basis is do a purging session. Purge, purge, purge. Do like a spring cleaning for your social media, for your Instagram feed. Unfollow those who don't make you feel good. And it's okay to fall out of sync with a certain person or a certain piece of content or type of content. It's okay for that no longer no longer to align with you and your journey because we change as people, they change as people, and our journeys sometimes come together for a short time and then drift off and we go our separate ways, right? Just like relationships with some of the people in our lives. Some of them are here to stay and some of them are transient. Social media is a very transient arena. And what I find it comes down to is that consuming less equals less mental clutter. Now that is so important. Would you like clarity in your mind or would you like clutter in your mind? The less content that we consume on a regular basis, the more that frees up our brain power and our mental capacity or like a hard drive storage space for lack of a better analogy, it frees that up so we can think about other things and we can direct our creative energy towards our own lives as opposed to somebody else's. We don't need to follow somebody else's journey more than it would benefit us to. Simplicity is power. So really keep it down to what makes you feel awesome. And lastly, manage your time. You can focus on not only consuming just what matters to you, but also how much time you spend online overall. I know when the new iPhone software came out and it actually updates me now on how much time I spend looking at my screen, it's unreal. I had no idea. And granted, yes, I do a lot of podcast editing and video editing and photo editing on my phone. Like I'm always on there. So part of it is for a good reason. But still, that is time looking at a screen that we never had just a few years ago. This wasn't normal before and it has become normal. So we need to learn how to protect ourselves from that. Protect your mental state protect your mindset, and protect your time. Overall, it's going to do you well. And I love the concept of a digital detox where you just turn everything off and you go back to the old way of doing things. Read a book, spend time in nature, go for a walk, go for a hike, work out. Just spend time in the real world because I think we're going to get more and more detached from that as time goes on because we're heading in a very digital direction and we're integrating this technology into our lives. So we need to protect our life experience and implementing these simple rules now and making them a habit now will serve you in the long run and it will help you protect your own power and just cultivate a more positive mindset. 
because let's face it, I mean, we have limited time and we would rather spend that time feeling positive than feeling negative because somebody else's journey seems to be better than our own. There's nobody's journey that's better than your own. Embrace it, make it what you want, and just keep everything in balance. Thank you for listening. I will talk to you next week when hopefully I'm feeling a little bit better. (laughs) Take care, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you took something from today's episode that you can use to live your best life. If you enjoy the podcast, I would be thrilled if you spread the love by sharing it on your Instagram stories or other social media platforms. I truly appreciate all of your support and I can't wait to connect with you. You can find me on Instagram at Kelowna Gal, where I also welcome topic requests for the podcast. Thank you again for listening and I'll talk to you in the next episode.